27 minutes to six, taking care of business, which our next guest has done for many, many years in his chosen field. My word, he has. He's a star jockey. I reckon I've won on the back of well, one of his 2,173 winners <laughs> at stages. He's just been inducted into SA's Racing Hall of Fame. I speak of Dwayne Dunn. Dunny, congratulations. Thanks, gentlemen. Yeah, big thrill. It's uh, a great honour to get it. And, uh, yeah, it was a big surprise for me. Yeah, tell us about that. You had no idea. No, my sister and uh, I've been doing a little bit of work for Racing.com through the Spring Carnival and uh, they uh, lured me to Adelaide to uh, host for them on Saturday and uh, that was just a a little bit of a curveball they threw at me and, Hmm. um, yeah, then I got thrown under the bus without expecting it. That part of the sting, was it, Dwayne? (laughs) Yeah, it certainly was. It was uh, was a good thrill. It's great to hear that... uh, well, I haven't emptied everyone's pockets. Someone's made some money on me, so yeah, good to hear that voice. <laughs> well, gee, your record's unbelievable, mate. And uh, you know, to think, come from humble beginnings at Kangaroo Island, and uh, would you ever dreamt one day that uh, you would have had the record that you have? No, I didn't. Um, I, you know, I started off Kangaroo Island. I grew up um, playing footy with Brendan Laid, actually. Oh, so lady. That's, yeah, that's how far back we go there. there yeah, he he was no good as 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 a young kid, he was too big and clumsy. I was lucky; I was tiny and a good rover. So, uh, yeah, we had a few battles there. But yeah, I, you know, I, I came to Adelaide uh, when I was fifteen and, and kicked off there and had my apprenticeship at Morpherville. But I just wanted to ride one winner, and uh, that's all I wanted to achieve. And uh, yeah, lo and behold, we've been able to travel the world and um, yeah, win a major in Australia. The Caulfield Cup was just something that changed my life. But the uh, Four years in Hong Kong, that was the real game changer for me to make me uh, aware and I believed in myself that I could make it all the way to the top. Hong Kong's an incredible racing city, isn't it? And, uh, you know, to go to Sha Tin, but the, the Happy Valley experience, especially for a uh, punter, <laughs> it's an amazing night. Yeah, it certainly is. It's like a velodrome and, uh, yeah, it's a great atmosphere and all the big high buildings around. It's a little bit of an up and down track. I had a really bad crash there when I first arrived in 2000. I, I did th- three vertebrae in my back, mm. a couple of ribs and knocked my front teeth out. So I, I went from flying here in Australia to going there and, and just uh, he- going headfirst into the ground and I uh, thought that was the end of my opportunities in Hong Kong. But fortunate enough, the, the Chinese mentality is if you had some bad luck, you got some good luck coming. So when I returned, um, I got all the support, was able to be stable rider for David Hayes up there and um, being lucky enough to ride John Sizer's first winner and, and my first group one up in uh, Hong Kong. So it was just extraordinary times for me. Uh, gave me an opportunity to go to ride in Japan and, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't have asked for a better way to kick off when I returned back to Hong Kong. Want well, a feature race in every state, 24 Group 1s. Does, you mentioned the Caulfield Cup. Does any stand out from the other, Dwayne? Uh, well, I was fortunate enough to win an Adelaide Cup on a horse called Lacey Underall. Um, that was a big thrill to win that. To win a, uh, my hometown cup in Kangaroo Island, to win um, the okay. cup there, my first ever ride uh, on a horse called Handy Money for Sam Turner. And uh, oh, wow. that was that was just a thrill of a lifetime to do that. It's, you know, it's... It's nothing big, it's nothing special, but to me it meant a lot and it was great yeah. to do that. Um, so that, that was a big big thrill. But probably throughout my career, I've, I'm known for the Blue Diamond. That's just been such a great race to me to win it four years in a row. Uh, I was going for the uh, a world record 
fifth time. I'd ridden the winner in a previous lead-up race. I had to give that back to Luke Nolan as he was stable rider for uh, Peter Moody. And uh, I talked Lee Friedman into running one, and uh, she ran third. So we got so oh so close, but not close enough. So the one that you had to jump off, did it win? Yeah, it won. It was oh, stop it, forever. Danny. So stop it could it. have been a world record. You don't get oh, them opportunities geez. very often, and uh, I think Shane Dye won four golden slippers in a row, and oh. uh, yeah, no one's able to do it. So okay. the difference with that with that race to say a Maccabi Diva is you need a different horse every year, so okay. you can't rely on the same yeah, right. the same horse. And uh, unfortunately, I haven't had the opportunity to ride Black Caviara. I had to ride one of Lee Friedman's horses one day when Luke Nolan couldn't ride her, and uh, they paid two and a half million, uh, two point five million for that horse, and it was not worth a crumpet. And uh, that was my one minute of opportunity to ride Black Caviar, uh, which would have been a massive thrill. But I was all too hard as a full, he's a half brother to her, and uh, he was a he's a horse that's played a big role in my career with Team Hawks. Oh, Dwayne, um, have you got a favourite horse? Is there one that you just got on the back of, you just bonded with it, just had the power or something you just bonded with? Don't yeah. Uh, Talk Heat, he was, he was pretty special. We won two group ones in a row, the, the, the Metropolitan up in Sydney and then the Caulfield Cup. But the one that probably stands out the most is All Too Hard. Uh, I think I won seven group one races on him. He was mm. just a superstar. He, 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 all, he was always in the shadows of Black Caviar, but, uh, gee, he was big and powerful and, he had that acceleration that used to get me out of trouble a lot of times. So I think good horses make good jockeys, but uh, the best jockeys make the least amount of mistakes. Hey, Dwayne, you've had a few trainers that you've ridden for, but could you give us a line on David Hayes, John Hawks, Lee Friedman? Um, yeah, so um, John Hawks has been just a massive supporter for me. He's came out of Adelaide, a Hall of Fame trainer as well, and he just believed in me from day one. I was apprenticed to another guy called John Hall, and um, but I was stable rider for John Hawks when he had the Ingham stable in Adelaide. And I've been stable rider for them my whole career, which has just been fantastic. And they've given me a lot of opportunities to work with some of the best horse flesh in, in, in Australia. Um, to, to touch on David Hayes, we had a really good association um, he's one of these guys who doesn't want you to come back and make mistakes. He likes you to make executive decisions and own them if you win or lose. So uh, he was very easy to ride for, um, really enjoyed it. Uh, but uh, I've been fortunate enough to have support of a lot of trainers, and Lee Friedman got me away from the David Hayes stable, and uh, that's when I moved to Melbourne about 12 years ago. So I was his stable rider when I arrived, and, um, yeah, it was great working alongside such um, a famous trainer, they, you know, famous family, and uh, I think their records speak for themselves. But it, it's, it's really easy to work with people with really nice horses, really good attitudes, and they let you run your own race out there. You, they believe in you. Bart Cummings riding for him would say, uh, I didn't employ you because you can't ride. I, I believe in you. You make the decisions when you feel fit. And um, that gave you a lot of confidence as a jockey when you stepped out onto the track. Hey, mate, uh, probably one of the horses that was uh, probably one of the most unique you might have ridden, um, Chautauqua. Just tell us a bit about that horse. They reckon it was going to be anything, but she just didn't want to come out of that. Barrier. Bet you couldn't no. spell it either, Dunny. <laughs> no, I can't spell. I, I, I failed plasticine in, uh, in kindergarten, so I'm in trouble. Uh, um, I can count a right, so I just count the dollars. That's all we needed to do as a jockey. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, Shitakwa, he was a uh, he was a great horse. He, he went to Hong Kong and won the international race over there. But gee, he was a real thorn in my side. He was hard to deal with. I got beaten on him his first start in the maiden um, by a horse that had that had uh, just missed in a Group One race. He'd shown us from day one that he was so good, but. He used to sit right back in his races and uh, some days you could turn him on and he just had that electric turn of foot and just would fly from nowhere. And sometimes he just he just couldn't get him going. And, uh, yeah, he, he was such a smart horse. He uh, I, I think he had an injury. He just wasn't the, the horse he was. And he learned to, when I got scratched on him in the Manicato at Mooney Valley one night, he just learned from that day not to jump out of the machines. And unfortunately... He's known for the horse that stayed in the barriers, but uh, he was a superstar. Better than that, yeah. How's your neck and head now, Dunny? Have you recovered from all of that? You've had some horrific injuries. That one in 2020 was a frightening one. Yeah, I I hit the crossbar coming out at Mooney Valley, um, and I fractured my C6. So uh, when I got to hospital, they they said I had to have emergency surgery and I could be in a wheelchair, but I was fortunate enough to dodge that bullet. But um, the, the neck has healed up pretty well. I still have a few issues with it, um, and I'm unable to get back out in the ra- on the golf course, which I really enjoy. But I know it's, a, it's probably a, a, a buzzword, especially around the AFL sort of scene, but this post-concussion stuff has been my biggest problem. Okay. Um, the fatigue and uh, the headaches and things like that. So... Because of my injury at the time, they were just worried about my, my neck, and obviously that was the most important thing at the time. But um, I've really struggled with this post-concussion syndrome, and uh, it took me a long time. Gary Zimmerman, as you know, the doctor for the Bulldogs, uh, Western Bulldogs is our major doctor of jockeys in Victoria. Okay. It took me a long time to get him on board that I wasn't right. Mm. Um you know, th- there was something else there. I just didn't feel well, and I just couldn't get my heart rate over a hundred before my brain was telling my heart that I needed to get my blood pressure up. So, as it is at the moment, I'm doing rehab at uh, Epworth Hawthorne, and uh, I've got another ten weeks of that program. I think Paddy McCartney came through it. Um, obviously, he's returned and been able to play for the Swans and been successful. So. Although there's a little light at the end of the tunnel, it, uh, every day is probably getting further and further away from me. But I've just got this next 10 sessions I want to push towards and see whether I can make that comeback. Oh, look after yourself, Danny. You're nearly 50, mate. Come on. Yeah, I'm knocking on the door, June. Yeah, I'm going to get there. But I, I love the industry and uh, I really enjoy working with the babies. To me, it's like Christmas. Um, you, you get a big present or a little one that you never know what's inside and uh you know, when you unwrap a horse like, say, uh, All Too Hard, it's just what you work for and that you know when you've got a superstar. Yeah. Well, I can't tell you enough how much respect we've got for you as, a, as, a, as a, a sports person, yeah, not just a, a jockey, but uh, a Hall of Famer in the South Australian Thoroughbred Racing Hall of Fame and uh, lovely surprise that it was on Saturday for you, mate. And, you know, they basically cancelled all the races for you so you could enjoy it on Saturday at Morphville as well, mate. <laughs> yeah, there was, a, there was a big crowd there. It was um, a great day's racing, which will be on on Wednesday, and uh, I, I love the concept of it. Um, it's sort of the finals of the country racing, and uh, it's keeping the money in South Australia. But I think I bought the weather from Victoria across the border, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, where it was the, yeah. Unfortunately, the thunder and lightning. The track was safe. It was just a matter of the uh, yeah. The lightning is a big uh, problem mm. for us. You, you don't want to be getting zapped out there. So no. um, yeah, they made the right call at the right time. And uh, no, yeah, they should have a good day on, on Wednesday. But it just gave me probably an opportunity to spend a bit more time with some people and not be distracted by the races. So yeah, as I say, it was a great honour. Um, you know. I, I needed to win a Hall of Fame to get on the radio to talk to you guys, so <laughs> it took me 30-odd years to get there, oh, but I've, got, I've finally done it. <laughs> Come on, mate. Come oh, on, well mate. Done, mate. Congratulations. Well done. Thoroughly deserved, and uh, I tell you what, Dwayne Dunn, a very special guest. Well done, Dwayne. Congratulations. Read the no record. Thanks, guys. Read the record. Yeah. 2,173 winners. 2,173. I reckon he won a, a feature race in every state. Yep. Not many can say they did that. No. Hong Kong. How's the Hong Kong races? You've obviously oh, been there. It is fantastic. The noise, the hum that they make is different to any crowd you've ever been in. And, and it's constant. they got bands They're in like between bees. and you name it. I, I tell you. Happy Valley. Uh, Happy Valley's the yep. big one on a yep. Wednesday night. It's just so much fun. Unbelievable jockey, Dunny. Uh, well They're all very courageous, though. Uh, uh, get on the back on the of those walls. horses. Yeah. Good news, a little drive-by on the way, too. After 30 years, we'd have Dwayne yeah. on any time. Oh, hang on. Oh, Dunny, if you had won the Melbourne Cup, mate. <laughs> South Australian <laughs> kangaroo. Lad. Poor Field Cup, we should have yeah. got him on. Uh, no, that's our bad. Ebony, Ebony Marinoff's going to come up after 6 o'clock, talk about the AFLW girls and the win, uh, speaking of the horrendous weather over the weekend. But just oh. as we get to the traffic, a bit of sad news coming out of the Adelaide Crows in the AFL. Uh, deepest sympathies to the family and friends of former Adelaide Crows player Heather Anderson following an unexpected passing. Uh, the first Northern Territory player drafted by the Crows back in 2016, played in the Premiership in 2017. So condolences with the family, friends, teammates and the club involved. So. Oh, my God, 28 years of age. Yep. So sad. So, uh, God yes. bless. So we'll find oh, out more about sad. that uh, as the days progress. But, yes, yeah, sad passing there of Heather Anderson.